If we move with our own intention and with our own power and we're not in our own purpose with a reflection of God, we don't need anybody else's approval. You're listening to the Redefining Wealth podcast with Patrice Washington. In today's episode, I sit down with media personality and lifestyle expert Ty Beauchamp. She says that ladies in particular, you are beyond ready. Hey there, this is Patrice Washington from patricewashington.com, where we chase purpose, not money. Welcome back to Redefining Wealth. Hey, my purpose chasers and OG listeners. So excited to have you back. Thank you so much for the beautiful reviews. I'm really thinking I need to start reading the reviews. I get all fuzzy and warm inside when I read them. And then I forget I got to take screenshots and read them to you here. They're amazing. Thank you so much. Please keep them coming because it helps other people find us and it really does matter. So if you want to have that level of support for the podcast, all it takes is doing a quick rating and a review where you actually leave a few words about what Redefining Wealth is doing for you. I am feeling so good coming off of our Mastery and Momentum Retreat. I told you last week that I was going to meet up with the 14 women in my private mastermind community, and it was so good. So much fun, so much healing, so much laughter, so much crying. (laughs) It was just a wonderful, safe space, and it was everything that I dreamed it would be. And one of the things that I was sharing before... I even having this retreat, it was actually my very first one. And I'm super proud of myself and shout out to my team for making it happen. But I wanted a safe space where women could take their masks off and their capes off. So there was not even makeup allowed in this space, you guys. It was such a a healing space for transformation. And it was incredible. I can't wait to the second retreat that we have in October, but feeling really good after that. And Continuing to just love on women in particular. And I love the woman who I'm bringing to you today because she's also about helping women heal and experience transformation in their lives. And she's had such an incredible career. I can't wait for you to just hear more about her. Now, before I get into this episode with Ty, I have to tell you that we're definitely sponsored this week by my Purpose Chasers. We have Purpose Chasers joining from all over the world, literally. Just in the last week, we've had folks join from Botswana and Singapore uh, and Canada and all over the Caribbean and South America. It's just been amazing. So if you are looking for purpose chasers in your neck of the woods, come on over to IamAPurposeChaser.com. It's our absolutely complimentary community for purpose chasers like you who love the Redefining Wealth community. You want to discuss the books that we're reading. You want to talk about the episodes and you want to surround yourself with people who are also looking to chase purpose, not money. This is the space for you. I am a purposechaser.com. Okay, so now let me formally introduce you to Miss Ty Beauchamp. Ty is an award-winning media personality, and she's a leading expert on fashion, beauty, and style. For this New Jersey native and proud alumna of Spelman College, looking and feeling your most glamorous should resonate from the inside out. That sentiment is what drives her platform to be an internationally recognized public speaker, style authority, executive producer, and director. 
because it's all about her empowering the everyday woman to live a life filled with style and confidence. She made history as 17's youngest and first African-American beauty and fitness director, as well as founding fashion and beauty editor at O, the Oprah magazine. Her vision has also contributed to the pages of top publications like Harper's Bazaar, Good Housekeeping by Vixen, and so many more. You've seen her on everything from the Views Must Have Monday segment to TLC's Dare to Wear and a whole bunch of stuff in between. Without further ado, here's Ty Beauchamp. Welcome to the Redefining Wealth podcast, Ty. Thank you so much, my love. How are you today? I am good. I am excellent, actually. And, you know, before we got started, we were just talking about this idea of, yeah, it's it's a blessing to be booked and busy, right? Yep. Even in the <laughs> overwhelm sometimes. And I was saying that I recognize when I start to feel a little overwhelmed, Ty, that this is what I prayed for. Like, I, this I is what I prayed for. So... Yeah, absolutely. And you also said that, you know, when we acknowledge with grace and with abundance and being ready and just showing God that we're ready, that's when we kind of, um, here's to that, right? Here's to acknowledging that us being blessed and walking in that and embracing that is also a way to nod and say to God that we're ready for more. So I'm here for it. I am here for it. it. Well, I was sharing that you're just one of those people I've kind of watched from a distance in different, you know, Essence Festival or Mega Fest or this or that, like just seeing you from a distance. And I just love the way you move through with such confidence. I think that as a another, especially chocolate black woman, you know, it's so it's it feels good when you see another sister just kind of moving. I'm like, yes, like you just cheer from a distance, whether you know the person or not. And so there's a few things that I've picked up from your Instagram in particular that I just want to unpack because not only do you move with such confidence, I feel like your posts are really empowering. So if you're not following Ty, you need to follow her on Instagram. Thank you at (laughs) Tybo. Make sure you do that. But so there's something you said recently. You said when you decide you don't need anyone's approval to speak, to live or to be, You'll land on a path uniquely your own that blows your own mind and surpasses anyone's expectation. Yep, girl, that is so real. I wrote that post and, you know, I have these times that I just like sit around and I'm musing or something comes to me and I just jot it in my notebook because I am really an old school writer chick. Girl, me too. (laughs) Um, And or I put it on my phone if the notebook isn't handy. But it was one of those things where I realized, you know, we live in the social media world. We're waiting for people to like us, to follow us, to, to, um, you know, to approve us and give us the approval. And the reality is, is that as we're doing that and in that space, what we're ultimately asking for is for people to say we're okay. Um, instead of recognizing that if we move with our own intention and with our own power and we're not in our own purpose with a reflection of God, we don't need anybody else's approval. And then you start to move with a different level of confidence because when you're waiting for other people to say, yes, I like you or to put a comment on your page or to, to say that was a great post or to, to start following you, you're ultimately giving the power to them opposed to recognizing the power that lies within. And that ultimately trips up the way that you move. So you know, that's not to say that, oh, social media is the worst thing in the world. It's just that you have to know how to put it in perspective in terms of uh, of what it is and what it does and how it should not 
be your holy grail of who you are and how you operate, how you walk in the world and the things that you say. It's, it's, it's one of the reasons why I have this love-hate relationship with social media, as I think most of us do. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Well, one of the things that I've learned about myself entering social media, right? Because when social media first started to become a thing, Ty, I thought it was a phase. I was like, oh, I'm not going to sign up for that. That's going to go away. I'm not going to need that. And then I realized as an entrepreneur, how much more it became like a necessity as I was building my brand. Like you have to get out there. Like it's just a part of, you know, the times, right? Like shifting with the times. But what I found myself doing in and out of different seasons was comparing, Mm-hmm. Would be comparing mm-hmm. because I would start mm-hmm. to go, oh, so I should be doing it like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. am I supposed to do this? Oh, and it was not, you know, it wasn't a bad thing. It's not, it wasn't from a bad space. It was just literally like, oh, is that, that's a thing. Okay. Right. I didn't know what right. I didn't know. But then I found myself going all over instead of, to your point, tapping back in and going, no, but what did God call me to do? Cause that's nice. And I see it. I acknowledge it. You go girl. I'm happy for you. But if that's not what I was called to do, then I can see it all day. You can post about it all day, but that shouldn't sway me from my path. The other thing is, it's like, it's just really important to be reminded and to stay grounded in your own truth. Because, um, you know, I I had this experience recently and, you know, I'm very transparent about my journey. I'm shooting a show right now and and it's a travel show and it's really exciting. It's Lens of Culture that's going to air on Clio TV. But we just shot our first couple episodes in a less controlled environment on a cruise. And, you know, where we didn't have full control of everything. And if anyone knows anything about production, it's like, you know, when you have all these outside variables, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, there were more moments while shooting that I was like, Aggie, like really, really not happy. <laughs> and, you know, those didn't make social media. So everyone, you know, came back and they said, oh my God, your picture's so amazing. It looks like you had so much fun. I said, mm-hmm. I said, you know, social media is a liar, right? Um, <laughs> or social media only tells half truths or part truths or quarter truths and sometimes 80% truths, but it's not the full picture. So I think the other piece that's really important about that post that you referenced earlier is that I was really coming from a place of recognizing that we know what these truths are and we know our truth but how do we stand firm in it opposed to being influenced and persuaded and or swayed by these half truths that exist? So where does that come from though? Where does that certainty come from for you? I know that you grew up as an only child. Is that right? With your mother and your grandmother? Yeah, I grew up as an only child with my mother and my grandparents. So I, Mm -hmm. um, I was raised by three of my four grandparents, my paternal grandparents, um, and my grandmother, Mary, who was the last grandparent that I had, um, and my mom. Um, and I also have half siblings from my dad, two of whom I was very close with growing up. But I was raised as an only child. I, I really do think that my grandmother, my grandmothers and my grandfather in particular, were very intentional about encouraging me to celebrate who I was, even when I was younger. Like I was, I was rambunctious and a little bit you know, in her own head and also very kind of like, I had an imaginary friend Penelope until I was 10. I was in adult conversations often and they always spoke to me like an adult. And I actually went to private school and there was one time, you know, that my principal said to them that, you know, Ty, you know, asked too many questions or she challenges authority. Mm -hmm. And I remember my grandmother saying, well, was she disrespectful? Did she 
do anything that was like not appropriate for it. They said, no, she just asked too many questions. Like, you know, she didn't understand this. And so she said, well, why would you do that? And my grandmother said, well, this is not the place for her. So I think growing up in an environment where they taught me and allowed me to be who I was um, really helped build confidence. And then I will also say, quite honestly, it comes from a place of recognizing those times when I lack confidence and seeing how I didn't show up Mm. to recognizing the difference when I work on developing that esteem and that confidence. And that means knowing your skills and your talents, knowing your strengths as well as your weaknesses and or your areas of growth opportunity. Like all of that stuff really helps to develop your confidence. I think false confidence is what we're dealing with now, right? Everyone's Uh like perfect. Everyone is fabulous. Everyone got everything together. But are you doing the work, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So today I actually did a post about health and wellness. Like, and, you know, last August I was 23 pounds overweight and not happy about it and recognized that I was in a place of actually you know, um, feeling depressed and unhappy and, and, and trying to figure out how I got through things. And the reality is, is that if I wanted to feel good, I would have to do things differently. Um, and so confidence for me also comes from doing the work because when you know what you know, the things that you don't know, you're not afraid to say you don't know them, but then you're willing to do the work to learn them. Um, and that's confidence for me. Yeah. Clarity breeds confidence, whether you're clear about what you're not doing or clear about what you need to do. But just having that level of clarity, which takes like introspection, right? It's having to sit down and ask yourself the right questions or ask yourself as many questions as you need to until you get to that point of clarity and therefore confidence. I love what you shared about how you grew up, though, because that's my daughter. My daughter Yay, I love it. I love hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter's 11 years old and we experienced the same thing where she asks a lot of questions and some adults get offended by that. But I tell her the same thing. I'm like, were you disrespectful? Were you being rude? Were you just being a smart butt? Like what, like what was it? She's like, no, I, and she's one of those people. She's like, I literally didn't understand. Exactly. And she's yeah. not going to stop until she understands. She's like, I mean, I'll stay through recess. I'll stay through lunch. I just need you to break it down because when she's kind of like me in that way, if I don't understand, I can't move forward. And that's the thing you want to move forward with confidence. But how can you if you lack clarity? And if the folks who are supposed to be the ones helping you gain clarity don't want to (laughs) talk or they don't want to know, I just I love that you said that that's how you're, you know, you're you're training and teaching your daughter. I mean, I don't have any children yet. I have so many mentees, too many to count, to be quite honest. And I have six beautiful godchildren officially. Right before I called you, I was on the phone with my eldest goddaughter, who's a sophomore um, at Hollins University in Roanoke. And we were actually just having the conversation about, you know, pansexualism and, you know, identity and fluidity and like sexuality, which is so different for me. And, you know, what I enjoy, I enjoy having these conversations with her and she's 20, is she 20 or 21? No, she's 21 now. I enjoy having these conversations with her because it's helping her to think on her own. I don't have to agree or understand everything that she, you know, she sees or, but she's thinking on her own. And I think, Part of the challenge that we have faced as women and especially as black women and women of color um, historically and socially is that we've been forced to conform into environments without being encouraged to think on our own for so long. Right. And so that Mm -hmm. became the habit. And so now that we're in this space, how do we create 
authentic and healthy spaces for us to think on our own and then to grow. And that is what breeds confidence, right? Um, Which is why the sisterhood is so important to me. I love that. And I love that you're that bridge because I think that as mothers in particular, we have to understand that our girls can't always come to us. You yeah. need that sister circle, right? You yeah. need that, the auntie, the godmom, the TT, the whatever you're going to call them. I love the fact that your goddaughter could still come to you um, yeah. because you've built that rapport in that relationship, even if she may not necessarily feel like she can go to her mom. Not saying that she can't, but that I know that for me, it's been so important for me to maintain great relationships with women because mm-hmm. as a mother raising a little girl, whether it's wisdom from me or from a trusted, you know, woman in my life. I just want her to get it. So if she ever feels like she can't come to me, I think having that support system in place is great. You know, well, good for you and good for you for being so thoughtful and intentional about it. And I think that that's the other thing that's really important to me. And what I talk a lot about and think a lot about and reflect on personally is intentionality. Um, and how do we become intentional in everything that we do? I actually was just texting um, with um, someone who happens to be my Spellman sister, but is also someone from Jersey who I would consider an acquaintance. We're not friends. We're an mm-hmm. acquaintance. But when my spirit calls someone into my spirit or when I feel someone in my spirit, I reach out to them. And something told me to reach out to her this morning. And I did. And I do it on occasion, maybe like once every six months. So not regularly. And she just told me, you know, that it was perfect timing because she was dealing with some things. And I shared with her, I'm actually going to look at this, see if I can find this text so I can read exactly what I wrote to her. But she said, you know, I appreciate you. And so very much you have excellent discernment. And she just told me I'm doing my best to trust God. And I asked her, I said, what are three key things you need right now. Um, List each of those things that you need, those three key things. And the list might be longer. You might go down a list of 20 things that you feel like you need. Um, But go back and then prioritize the three things from one, two, three in top order. It might be financial. It might be a job. It might be love, whatever it is. And then each of those three things, spend two to three months focusing on each of those things one at a time. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you have to be intentional about growth. You have to be intentional, intentional about building relationships. You have to be intentional about the areas where I know I need to improve. So the last year and four months for me, the intentionality and the focus has been the primary focus has been my health and wellness, my spiritual self, you know, also just getting clear about where I want to be next. Right. And so I focused on that. And so now that I have a handle on that, I can tackle all those other things. But yeah. part of the challenge too, is that when we lack intentionality, we become overwhelmed with trying to do so much that nothing gets done, mm-hmm. right? And so then then we don't have confidence in any area of our lives, right? We don't have right. confidence um, in our spiritual selves. We don't have confidence in our physical selves. We don't have confidence in what we're thinking, you know, uh, psychologically or emotionally because we haven't focused on any of that with intention. So I think intentionality is also really, really important. And that's what supports confidence building, in my, in my opinion. I completely agree. And what I love that you said is that you said, focus on each one of those for two to three months. Yep. Somebody listening wanted you to say, focus on it this weekend and, mm-hmm. and like get your aha and mm-hmm. move on. But you basically said you have to do the work. Like yeah. a lot of things that you have to unpack. There's relationships you may need to shift. There's ways of being that you'll need to shift. And that doesn't happen overnight. No, girl, <laughs> not at all. It not especially if you want the lasting results, right? So especially Ooh. if you're 
looking to create lasting and results. Cause I, you know, we, we've all heard it that 21 days of doing anything creates a habit, right? And that's true. But if you're trying to create seven new habits at one time, how efficient and effective are you going to be in, in, in developing those habits, right? It's not going to be effective because you're trying to do too much. And, you know, it's one of those things that I, I always, I, I find myself laughing now when people are like, you know, I can do it all. I do this. I'm super, I was like, yo, I gave up my superwoman cape a long time ago. I want someone to help me. I don't want to be doing everything on my own. I don't want to have to do everything all of the time. And that makes for a healthier me. Quite frankly, it's just logical. Like, like, it's just a, it's a, it's a numbers thing. It makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. So one of the things that I really appreciate about you too, Ty, and you've already displayed that several times here is how vocal you are about your faith. Even though you've been in the spotlight a lot and you do a lot in entertainment, which sometimes people can be, you know, a little nervous about going all out on your faith. What inspired that? And did you always feel safe to do that? Or is this something that's grown as your career has, you know, meandered? I think it's a good question. I think I've always felt safe to do it. Um, I think because I've grown in my faith, it, I'm more vocal about it because I've grown in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always, I remember as a kid feeling the presence of God and not knowing how to articulate it, but knowing that it was there. And I also grew up exposed to, you know, what I call religion and doctrines um, of many faiths. My sister's Jewish, my uncle's Muslim. I grew up in a, in a, uh, a Baptist home, but our, our worship services were more AME. My other grandmother was Pentecostal. I went to a Catholic school, so I could have ultimately been. Um, wow. <laughs> ultimate, I could have ultimately become um, either agnostic or atheist, but I think being exposed to so many different faiths, what it taught me ultimately is that I don't care who you pray to as much as I care about the fact that you believe in something greater, because that is ultimately what I think faith is, is recognizing one, the presence of a creator and something that is so great and profound that it helps you in life to, to shine, to be, um, and it is really the ultimate source of everything. So I think as I've grown in my faith, I've become more vocal, but here's the other thing that I will tell you. And I think anyone that has known me for the 22 plus years or longer than I've been working or even 20 years, I've never been defined by what I do. That's a job to me. I am defined by who I am and how I show up in those spaces, but I've never been defined by entertainment. I've never been defined by the fashion and beauty world. I've always had very clear perspective about who and where they they rung on the totem pole of importance uh, and, and perceived per- importance um, because the perception of importance of operating in those spaces has never has never really done me any good. I, I have no desire to be famous in my life. That's not what moves me. My desire and my purpose, I believe, is to impact the lives of others meaningfully, and especially women. But I'm not driven by any of that. So I never felt shunned about being faith-filled and faithful publicly because those jobs never defined me. Come on, girl. I'm just, I mean... I want to throw this whole laptop. (laughs) (laughs) Girl, don't do that. That's going to cost some money to fix. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. You were saying something and it's so powerful to see someone or hear someone who we who we may watch on TV or see in magazines or whatever. Just just affirm that, because that is the very thing that so many people are chasing. 
I think people who know me well, I struggle really, really hard with the idea of having to showcase so much, which is why my captions are always almost longer because if you want me to just post a look, I'm bored by that. And I'm bored by people who, who only do that. Bored. Like, I'm like, really? This um, is why I like you so much, Ty. We're so girl, much I'd be bored. I, I'd be bored. Like, I'm, and, 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 and you want to know what? I had, I had a, a, one of my, my counselors and sage girlfriends say to me, because I also prayed for older girlfriends um, about uh, five years ago, and God really blessed me with a, a wonderful circle of them who, whom I tagged in the post that I did this morning about fitness. But I had said, you know, I struggle with some people, the posts that I see, I struggle with trying to connect with people that I see that just post looks of the day mm-hmm. or post where they're at. Because I do firmly believe that if you have a platform, whether that be a thousand followers or 500,000 followers, but especially when you have 500,000 followers, mm-hmm. that you should be mindful that it is not only a blessing, but also a responsibility to leverage that. Now, that's not to say that you have to be speaking empowerment stuff all the day. I like trap music too. <laughs> and it's like, it ain't, it ain't even... I'm not even saying that. I'm not saying you have to quote Yolanda Adams. I'm just saying, like, recognize that it's 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 what we're celebrating about the life of Nipsey Hussle. That's what this is, right? You mm-hmm. recognize that regardless of what your journey is, no one's telling you can't be flawed. It's 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 why I love Karen Civil. It's why I love Elaine Welteroth. It's why I love Julie Wilson. It's why I love. Kayla Walker. I mean, the name, I could go on and on. I'm not saying don't be fly and don't trap it up. What I'm saying is when you have a platform, you need to leverage it for yeah. some meaning outside of a fabric that you're going to sell to the real, real or give away or give back because it's not yours to begin with. You, you, have to, you have to do something. And I was speaking to a friend about this and I was, I was visibly passionate as I am right now. And they said, but everyone has not found their voice. And so that's where we go back to how do you do the work to find your voice? Not because you have to feel like you have to say something of meaning, but when you do find your voice, you also recognize the things that don't support your voice are not worthy of your time and your space. Come on. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. I have to ask you one more thing. Um, no, you can talk so to me. We're talking. We vibing. When, <laughs> when I saw you post about Beyond Ready, speaking of using your platform for good, right? I saw you post about something you were doing for women uh, called Beyond Ready. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know what being Beyond Ready means for you and how you have uh, chosen to leverage your platform to support others. Well, I really do think that we all are equipped. And I think that that's what Beyond Ready means to me. I, I realize that oftentimes we haven't been told that we weren't equipped or we haven't figured out the tools that we have in our in our toolbox that are already there. Um, and so we don't feel equipped. Um, so the idea of being Beyond Ready um, for me was, you know, after really two, two and a half years, and I'm still very much in this transition, Patrice, so I just want to be very clear um, I've been in LA now for about a year and four months. And um, I moved out here to really kind of create space for me to refocus and to dig deep. I had an office and a staff and a team and 
overhead and stress in my family and taking care of my grandmother and trying to date and trying to figure out love. And I felt overwhelmed. So I moved here to really reset. Um, mm. and, and that's a luxury. I, I recognize right. that because I don't have a husband or children. Um, I was able to do that. So I recognize every woman cannot do that. And I know that. Um, and I honor that as well. But beyond ready for me was me recognizing that I was beyond ready to take it to the next level. And not only, I wasn't just ready for it because when you're ready for something, that's you saying that, okay, let's go. But I was beyond ready because I knew that it was within me and I was willing to do the work to get there. You know, designing and developing beyond ready was and is because we're still in the process of designing it. It will launch in the next probably two to three weeks is me recognizing that we're all equipped and we all want to be ready, but how do you get yourself beyond ready? And I think that that starts with one, really being clear um, about your purpose and, and doing the work to discover what your purpose is, figure out the intersectionality between your purpose, your passion, and your skills, making sure you have the right people around you. That means sometimes eliminating certain people and certain things, figuring out what other skills and talents and resources you need to develop. How do you build that? Is that confidence? Is that speaking? Is that identifying your your own kind of um, uh, purpose tenets, as I call them, because I don't like when people say that they're brands, but developing your own kind of identity around that. Does that mean that you need to work on how you speak? What are those things? But I do believe that we're equipped to do it if you're committed to doing the work. And that's what Beyond Ready is. It's an online e-learning platform that is um, focused on helping women and men um, at all season and all stages of their lives. It will work for, because the modules are set up to really be applicable to where you are. It will work for that young woman who's graduating college, who's trying to get the confidence to go out into the workforce. It will work just as well for that, you know, millennial, that 30-year-old who's like, okay, I'm not married. I don't have the kids. I'm not, I, I don't have the job that I want, but I want to figure it out. It will work for that person who is, you know, on her second or third or his second or third career, but wants to now become an entrepreneur. Um, it's really about how do you take what you have, build it out, both personally, spiritually, and professionally to get to where you want to go. I love it. I love it. When I first saw Beyond Ready, I was thinking, this is for someone who's committed. Because we make the decision. Is that what you thought? Yeah. I love it. So that, yeah. that's exactly, that's exactly it. Yeah. That that's why, exactly that's why I reached it. out to you. <laughs> oh my <laughs> because God. Because I, love I, <laughs> I teach here at Redefining Wealth, what I share with people is you have to stop being interested and be committed. Interested is like, oh, you know, I'll look into it. I'll, but if you're committed, you are ready to play full out and do the work. And so when I looked it up, I was like, yeah, you, it's for people who are ready to be committed. And I talk about that so often that I wanted to make sure, as I shared with you, I feel like when you do have a platform, and you have an opportunity to reach so many people, I understand that I'm not the end-all be-all for the audience. It's my yeah. job to go and find other light workers who are out here who, who genuinely have a heart to yeah. pour what their experiences have been into helping other people. And so when I saw Beyond Ready, I was like, I know that there are women in my audience. And now you're saying men too. But when I first saw it, my thought was, I know that there are women in my audience who are ready to be committed to some process that will help them just move on, like keep going. It. You can't That's stay it. forever. Oh my God. That's it. That, I mean, I'm so, I'm just so grateful. And I feel um, super, super blessed to know that it was clear to you like that. Um, so thank you for receiving it that way. That was my intention. Um, 
And I'm, I'm also grateful that you felt like this was something your audience uh, would appreciate. And so I'm so grateful and thankful that you decided to share your platform with me. And I would love to honor you and your audience by coming up with the code um, for all of you to receive uh, perhaps a discount if they decide to enroll and beyond ready when it launches. But that's exactly it. Girl, you got it. <laughs> you got it. You I got, got it. it. I know. I know. I just I felt very aligned. So I know it, it was a lot to kind of get our schedules to coordinate, but I really felt like hearing your voice and um, just hearing you share a bit of your heart and knowing that there's a resource out there would be a blessing to some folks. And so I wanted to do my part. Right. Um, so, yes, when we get the code, I'll definitely share it. You guys, it'll be in the link um, for the show notes and we'll make sure that we share it in other places as well. I'll share it in the outro. But before I let you go, Ty, what we do here at the end of every episode are answer redefining wealth, rapid wisdom questions. So okay. I'm going to ask you a few questions and just tell us the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Okay, great. How do you define success? By, I don't believe in success, actually, but it's. Oh, not. awesome. Break it down. <laughs> uh, I'm like, that's not rapid. Um, I believe in continual progress. I don't want to arrive anywhere. I think success, as we have been trained and conditioned to understand it, means that you arrive somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to arrive anywhere in life. I want to always be progressing, growing, evolving, developing, learning loving more, giving more, uh, receiving more. Um, and I want it to be a continuum. I love that. I respect it. Okay. How do you define wealth in three words or less? Oof. Well, I really want to get on to describe uh, defining wealth as like money in the bank. Um, I want to <laughs> get there. So now that I have my spiritual self in order, I would say spirituality, love, and joy. And then, then I'm going to start working on all those coins that I ultimately deserve. <laughs> I love it. What's one book that has helped you redefine how you see wealth? Oh, that's a really good question. I used to read a lot of Susie Orman. The person I'm obsessed with right now is Lynn Richardson, Dr. Lynn Richardson. Oh, yeah. I love Dr. Lynn. Yeah, I love her. Um, so yeah, Lynn and any of her work. And, you know, she has actually a new podcast and a new TV show as well. Yeah, I saw that. I sent her a congratulatory message. I saw that. We've spoken on some of the same stuff. So I love Dr. Lynn. Shout out to her. Okay, so fill in the blank. My name is, and for me, the truth about wealth is. My name is Ty Beauchamp. And the truth about wealth is it takes work. This is true. It does take work. And I appreciate you for all the work that you put in, Ty. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, you're so cute. I'm obsessed with you. Um, so just know that you have a new champion and supporter as well. And let me know what I can do to help you. And thank you so much for your patience. Thank you so much for your time. And thanks for having me. Oh, did you not get some good nuggets from Ty? Oh my gosh. I am so excited about what she is creating And one of my big takeaways is just about moving with your own intention. And, you know, we say it here, not requiring the validation of anyone else. And I really do feel this, that if God gave you a vision, that is all the validation you need. You just have to be willing to do the work and not give up every time you don't necessarily get the support that you want. Now, that's a big one, because sometimes we know what the vision is and we're expecting the validation of friends or family members or whomever, or folks out in social media, but you might not get it. 
The truth is you might not get it and you might have to keep pushing forward because guess what? You are ready. You're beyond ready, as Ty says. And I asked Ty to hook up the Redefining Wealth audience if anyone was interested in Beyond Ready. So as a reminder, this is Ty's e-learning platform where she shows up to share her wisdom and personal learnings about authenticity, brand identity, purpose, inspiration, and entrepreneurship, as well as so many other things. And if you want to take her up on joining Beyond Ready, guess what? If you use the code WEALTH, W-E-A-L-T-H, you know how to spell wealth. If you use the code WEALTH, you'll get 15% off of the pay in full option. That's 15% off of the pay in full option. So what you need to do is head on over to tiebeyondready.com. That's T-A-I beyondready.com. And there you will find out more information about the program. Again, seriously suggested, especially if you are a woman who knows that you're in a space where you need that additional confidence coaching, because that's really what Ty is all about, is that confidence piece and just teaching you how you can master your own universe, how you get to define who you are and giving you those real examples and clear steps and actionable advice. So If you want to claim your power and get your confidence boosted, then check it out. Use the code WEALTH and get 15% off. That's our gift to you. So I hope that's a good fit for you. I would love to hear what you thought about Ty's episode and what those takeaways were for you. If you're a purpose chaser, join me over at IamAPurposeChaser.com. Get in our free complimentary Slack community and drop those nuggets, those aha moments guaranteed that you heard something another person didn't hear and so it's always good to share i'd also love for you to hit me up in social media i play a lot at seek wisdom pcw on instagram that's seek wisdom pcw on instagram come and tell me what you thought about this episode and listen until next time i really just want to see you go live your life's purpose find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money talk to you later Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.